Hey everybody, welcome to the 440 Guitar Podcast. I am your host, Jarrell Powell. Thank you so much for tuning up. You can catch the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anchor.fm forward slash 440. Uh, Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram as well at the 440 Guitar Podcast so you can uh, check out some uh, more information on the episodes and then also the Instagram is being revamped here for the 440. So song of the days are being added there and then also just snippets of videos of awesome musicians that I have an affinity for. I try to post every day as well. So feel free to follow that. And then the website uh, currently under maintenance, but if you wanted to leave me a message, you can do that by going to either anchor.fm forward slash 440. You can actually leave me a video, uh, uh, a voicemail actually on the website, uh, or you can just send me an email at the 440 podcast uh, at gmail.com. So feel free to do that if you would like to do so. Uh, today, I'm very excited uh, as we have a, a really awesome band that I've been looking forward to interview for quite some time. Uh, <laughs> it's been uh, nearly a year in the making, uh, but obviously life has, has happened uh, very uh, insanely more than ever before. Uh, but this is a really awesome band. They, they, uh, the, it's hard to describe because they can, they can play almost anything. They play a various of, of styles. And I'm very excited to have the Flying Cruisers. First, I wanted to uh, I wanted to introduce each one because we actually have them all here with us. We have uh, Anna Kraymeyer. Hi. <laughs> Hi. We have uh, we have uh, Justin uh, Justin Waterman who does lead guitar. Hello. We have uh, Morgan Waterman who does uh, drums. How's it going? And we have uh, Carlos Garcia on bass guitar. How's it going? Hey. Hey, Flying Cruisers. How are y'all? We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Very cool. How has uh how has the 2021 been uh treating you guys during these first uh f- or I guess the first half nearly the ha- half month or a little bit over a half month uh you know of January in 2021. How's it has it been for you guys? Uh, it's been a wild. It's crazy. Too many close calls. Um but luckily we've all been all right. I would say um, yeah. pretty fortunate not to get sick and able to still meet and practice and work um, together. We try to, you know, separate as much as we can, you know, if possible. But <laughs> yeah. 2020 was uh, was okay for us, surprisingly. That's good. That's good. Any any plans for uh, for doing any any concerts that are in the parking lot where everyone's in their cars, or are you going to wait out till uh, people can actually uh, go to see shows again so they can come see you guys? Um, I'd say we're we're waiting until everything's more open. Yeah, uh, for, for sure. For those in-person ones, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a there's a big difference between a person in front of you and a person in a car. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Then they can honk and all that weird stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that song. Oh no. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to turn out the KLOS or something and turn it up. (laughs) But we're, we're just planning to do more virtual things. We, we had one in November um, and we got a decent amount of people watching us, a lot of family and friends. Um, So that kind of encouraged us to keep going and doing another one. And we're planning that with our friends and such like that. Yeah. um, Just fun live streams here and mm -hmm. there. And we've also been recording more during 2020. So we're really excited going to be releasing some music in 2021 nice very nice very nice for the live stream stuff before we before we get started for the live stream stuff as 
uh, how, how has that process been for you guys as far as just like making live stream stuff for you know your Instagram and your social medias and whatnot? Has it has it been like a challenge or was it kind of like a, a new thing or have you guys done something like that similar before? It's it's really been like quite a challenge or more than we thought because <laughs> yeah. it's it's definitely something we wanted to do something good. We wanted it to sound good and look good, something different than your typical instagram video kind of thing live feed and it's just yeah yeah, there's there's so much that can go into it so many things to try to get it to where we are happy with how it sounds and looks and you really gain a lot of respect for the people that do that like more often yeah honestly i think we spent like five hours the night before the live stream just setting up all the cameras and all the audio Wow. (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then even in our live stream as you see it, it has an abrupt start and that's because we thought we were streaming for like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and so our chat room was blowing up saying, hey, I don't see anything. Oh, typical band people with, you know, like 20 minutes <laughs> typical musicians being yeah. Yeah. People yeah. are already mean. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but they were our close friends saying that, you know, oh, and then we're yeah. like, wait, so we played like three songs and they didn't hear us. And so, you know, we check and if we forgot to press the go live button on YouTube. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so props well, to the people that set these things up because, oh my goodness, we we spent da- even days before that and even, again, that day, we spent hours preparing and we had a timeline to hit it at seven. Yeah. Um, but it was fun, though. It was fun. Definitely. We, we got the bug. We want to keep going and yeah. doing it again. That's great. That's great. So on the 440 Guitar Podcast, we're really big on origin stories, how people got to where they are today. Uh, so without further ado, um, and, and I don't know who wants to go first, but uh, tell me about your guys' earliest memories of music. I'll start with you, um, Anna. I'll start with you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, my earliest memories of music. I've always been immersed in rock and roll. My dad um, grew up in the 80s and 70s listening to, you know, ACDC, Rush, all that. So he drive me to preschool every day since like two years old. And we just listened to all his favorite CDs in the car. Um, my mom still tells this story all the time that one time I came home and I kept singing, I can't get it out of my head, like at two years old. And she was like, what's wrong with Anna? What, what, what's she doing? Is she going crazy? And my dad's like, no, that's an electric light orchestra song. She just really likes yellow. So I've just always loved rock with my dad. And then I ended up picking up guitar and then finding my own bands too. Awesome. Awesome. And then what about uh, Justin and Morgan? How was it for you guys as far as your earliest memories? I'd I'd say we have just about the same experiences. I would say the the first thing that comes to mind for me is just driving around with my dad in the car, popping in those um, Beatles compilation CDs and just kind of listening to like the the same 20 greatest hits from like their earlier career. And uh, like, especially in our earlier days, most of the music we were immersed in was uh, like sixties pop. So like the Beatles, the birds and all those sorts of things. Justin, can you? Yeah, um, we ever since we were really little, every summer we'd always go on road trips, and every road trip it'd just be full of <clears throat> music and CDs, and yeah, so it was always kind of there. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, and what about you, Carlos? And so I, I always grew up with music, 
Um, Saturdays, especially when my mom would crank music, um, it would be a lot of like Latin pop and stuff like that. That's how I knew it was. I had to wake up and clean because my mom would be dancing and playing <laughs> at the same time. Oh, wow. And my dad would listen to more of like the Cars, the Eagles, Zeppelin. So I always grew up with a mix of just so many different songs. And then even then um, I would find um, my dad's albums and guitars and all that stuff. So um, it's always, always from what I remember, always been there. The music is even my grandpa. He used to play guitar for the cartel back then. Oh, wow. So there's always been that generational thing with music as well. Mm. Um, but nothing big. It's just a, mainly just like a hobby. But um, yeah, that's pretty much my earliest memories. Wow. And then as far as like the process of like learning an instrument, um, you know, when did that come into play for you guys? I guess I'll start with you, Carlos. As far as like you taking on the, the, the bass guitar, when did that start? Okay. So I've always had an affinity towards guitar first off and that's because of guitar hero three nice <laughs> yeah that's the harder hero one too right? that's <laughs> one, right? dragon force and, what <laughs> uh, Goldberg. Yeah, exactly so i i my my dad always had these guitars but he would never really let me play with them uh, i mean i wouldn't trust myself either when i was younger um so when my parents separated he left the guitars, you know, and I've been playing Guitar Hero and I just ended up, you know, when I cleaned the garage, I found his guitar. I'm like, hey, can I, can I use it now? Since, you know, I, I'm not going to destroy it. It's like, yeah, go ahead and keep it. Um, so from then on, I started learning, you know, I, I, in my head, I'm like, I want to be able to play Cliffs of Dover one day, you know, and that's when I kept learning. I started a band with my cousin in high school and we kind of went from there. Um, I stopped playing because of school, got all into that. And then I got back into, uh, once I graduated and I was free, um, I went, I just wanted to start my own band and we were like, well, I play guitar and you play guitar. So one of us has to play bass and I wanted to get into a band back again really badly. So I'm like, Oh, I'll be the one that plays bass. Mm. And isn't I honestly, funny how, like, isn't it was, funny right? how like the bass is the last resort, even though like, it is. like <laughs> it why? Is. Like the, like the bass is so much respect, you know, especially for like some of those amazing bass players, but it's like for like kids, yeah. it's like, Oh, I'll play bass, you know? And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, and that's the part I don't get. And people tell me you play bass. I'm like, yeah, I'm all happy now. You know, I love bass. Like that. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. it now. You know, you have to be proud. You're like, yeah, yes. And like, you play bass. I'm like, isn't that like the boring one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, no. yeah i was just talking to my last guest you know we're, we're kind of talking about instruments and stuff and you know it's so like oh you know the with the guitars you can get the girls it's like nah man strummers and basses <laughs> we're just laughing about that um what a, what about you uh uh morgan and, and justin as far as like that the process of learning instruments i mean how how, how did when did that start and you know how did it progress for you guys uh, I'll let you go first, Justin. Uh, mine's probably not, my story is probably not as funny or interesting, but <laughs> like Carlos or Morgan, but it kind of started around the, the Beatles thing, like um, listening with my dad. And then he showed me like Day Tripper with the famous guitar riff. And it's like, when, when I heard that, it's like, all right, I need to learn how to do that. How do I do that? And then so like my dad got me this beginner's ultra basic $100 guitar and I just like, that was one of the first things I learned how to do. And it just kind of exploded from there, really. Um, trying to learn new songs, trying to learn chords. And for the longest time, I was kind of just like a bedroom guitarist, like picking up stuff by myself. 
and then and then I guess I'll, I'll let it kind of lead on to the next thing that the, uh, the other two members here, I, I kind of, my story kind of goes in with them. So I'll let you pick it up. So um, backtrack a little bit for me. Um, when Justin picked up the guitar, I also picked up the car- guitar just a little bit. And I tried for like a day or something and I just wasn't feeling it. Hmm. So, so that, that ship sailed, but then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, just over the years, um, like we would have Beatles rock band and, and of course, since I sucked at the guitar, I was like, here, I'll, I'll give the drums a try. And so I just started hitting stuff with those cheap wooden sticks that comes with those, uh, with those electronic pads that come with the Beatles guitar hero yeah. or rock band. And just from there, I'm like, okay, drums are super interesting. And in fifth grade, my school was actually lucky enough to um, have a drumline director come over. And so he set up a little drumline program at my middle school. And that's sort of where I started. Like I started off with like the pit, which is kind of just like an amalgamation of random percussion instruments. You got a bass drum, a hi-hat, a random cymbal. It's like, <laughs> it's like by itself, it's nothing, but combined with everything else, it kind of helped add up and, that was that the pit was basically reserved in my case, since I was the weakest drummer. <laughs> and so just through the years, um, I just kept on persisting with drum line and I moved up from the pit to the snare, to the quad sort of, um, as my skills developed. And at the same time I was getting more and more into drums. And for one of my Christmases, I was lucky enough to, um, receive an electronic drum set just to, feel it out a little bit and not be too much of a racket. But then I think my freshman year of high school is when I got my first acoustic drum set because I knew that that was super fun and I just kept on wanting to persist. So I saved up my money for a while, bought my first little Ludwig accent uh, kit. And that's sort of where my story ties into Anna's. So I'll let her take it away. Um, yeah, so... I went to this elementary school in fifth grade, not the same one as Morgan, but they had an orchestra and you could play whatever instrument you wanted. Like, of course, they had all the drum sections, the horns, everything, but they were going alphabetical order asking the students, oh, what do you want to play? Well, my last name is Kay, so all the guitars were taken up. So I had to be bass again. Mm. Bass. I know. I love it too, but no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I ended up switching schools like a couple weeks in, and they had guitar lessons there, and I was so excited because I always wanted to play guitar. Like I, re- I still remember vividly my dad showing me Eruption by van halen i was like oh my gosh one day one day i'll get there i'm still not there but (laughs) yeah and i started taking guitar lessons there and i really enjoyed it and then i moved on to like private lessons and soon i was starting my own band and i met morgan through playing at school too so wow Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny when you're talking about uh, drums, Morgan, you know, they say, at least from what I've, what I've heard and, and I agree with, I feel like, you know, you'll, you'll know how good a band is when you hear the drummer, right? It's like, 
bad drummer, yeah. it's like it's really hard yeah. to respect all the other instruments together. So <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, drums are one of those instruments where it kind of makes or breaks the band because, like any great band, you know, has great drums. Like I honestly don't think I can think of a great band that doesn't have a rock solid drummer and not even necessarily that they're just going absolutely ham on the drums. They do, they do what they need and they just, all the drummers of great bands elevate the music. And so if you have a weak drummer, it's just going to be, you're only as good as your weakest member kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So how did you guys all get together and join forces? So essentially you guys met in high school, right? And you guys mm-hmm. took it from there. I mean, you guys had a band yeah. and you were going, right? Yeah. So then um, their bassist left. And then um, on Reddit, a friend, <laughs> it is all through Reddit. <laughs> a friend's like, hey, Carlos on the IE Reddit, subreddit. This reminds me of you. And it said, looking for bassist, right? So I messaged and we met at a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we met at a Chick-fil-A and I had an interview. How all great stories start. It was yeah, our right. first date. Yeah, it was, like our, it was the first date of the band. Great so. lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember going to the Chick-fil-A and I remember feeling nervous. My friend's like, you got this. You should be fine. I even shaved a little so I don't look like old. <laughs> because like these guys look younger. So I'm like, man, they're going to think I'm some old fart that you know, that's like wants to join a band and live his glory days or something like that, you know? <laughs> But no, um, we, we had it from there. And then we, you know, we talked about, we, we noticed that we all like the same music and we all had the same type of mindset. Um, and then from there we, and, and, and this is after a long time of me with that other failed band and I had a bass guitar now. Mm. And so I was rusty when I, even when I started with them mm. and, but we had our first practice and from there it's, um, uh, it was like in August and yeah, that's, that's how we met through Reddit and just messaging wow wow yeah that's crazy august of last year right no are we i know right that's you're saying 2020 oh my god 2019 yeah it's been yeah wow so you guys have been a band for for uh about about two about two years a little over two years now how have you guys been a band for yeah. uh with carlos since 2019 yeah, but okay. We actually started in 2015 in high school, me and Morgan, and okay. then everybody else came along. Oh, I see. Yeah, because when I hear you guys, whether it's like a you know like a, a Facebook video or an Instagram video, you guys sound like you've been together for like seven years, seven, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> we love that compliment. Yeah. yeah. We love that compliment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Of course. Yeah, you guys feel really locked in, you know. Do, do, do you guys remember uh, – what was your guys' first show where you, where all of you guys were together? What was that? Do you guys remember that show? Yeah, that was Brooks. That was Brooks. That was Brooks <laughs> yeah. Bar in Riverside. Yeah. Um, they they typically had their uh, their gigs already. Like they they had a yearly one where they get invited by um, someone they know for like Veterans Day or or the Downtown Riverside's Festival Lights, and so um, they kind of just wait until you know we get a phone call. Hey, we got a gig. And so I pushed and cold called different places and then I managed to call Brooks bar and they said, Oh yeah, you got to find like four other bands though. So, but yeah, we have a slot in two days. So if you can fill that slot with four bands in two days before anybody else, you can have it. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, I remember it was kind of cold. I was, I remember being really nervous because it's been, I felt like 
coming out of like a retirement or something of just playing modern. <laughs> yeah, we had to yeah. scramble to find four bands. Yeah, yeah we were all pulling wow. our connections and stuff. Yeah. yeah, we were always a cover band for so long. So we just played by ourselves, like for whoever would hire us. Mm. But then like this playing originals and playing with other bands, that was really new. That came along with Carlos. Yeah, it was mm. a package. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> wow, wow. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do, uh, do you guys feel, uh, what's your guys' philosophy on like covering songs? Do you guys like to cover songs how they are or just kind of have like a little bit of like, like, like you have like the song, but then you'll try to, you don't want it to be an exact carbon copy. You want to have a little yeah. flying cruises in there. What's your yeah. guys' philosophy on that? Uh, we usually take the song and try to make it a little bit of our own. I mean, most of the songs we play are male vocal parts, so <laughs> you just hear yeah. it with my voice, and yeah. it's probably really different, but we just have a really fun time, and I think that's, we just love playing songs that we like, yeah. Yeah, and um, especially with a lot of the songs that we do, there's a ton of guitar parts, mm-hmm. so um, since we only have two guitars live, it kind of forces us to be really creative and try to um, cover it still to the best of our abilities. And that kind of helps um, bring in a little bit of Flying Cruiser's influence into that song. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So, I was just going to say, like, a lot of time, like, when we do, like, our research and stuff on when we're learning cover songs, like, I'll try to find live videos or watch, you know, how they actually perform it because it's it's a lot different than how the studio might sound. And mm-hmm. it's, you can really see how, you know, these musicians are these other people different bands who cover it like you can see how they adapt it too even to make it fit and sound right without the studio magic you know so we 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 try to take the core of it but then how do we fill in those gaps yeah fill in the gaps really yeah yeah and to honest point um a lot of the the feedback we get was is that the girl that plays Zeppelin? Is that the girl that plays Zeppelin? Is that the girl? So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, just just for her being a female vocalist, that it really like uh, makes a difference. People notice this a lot more, and 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 since she even plays the the guitar lead for that solo for a whole lot of love, um, and things like that, people are you know when I when they see the band and they I introduce them or they see us play, they're like, oh, Carlos, you didn't tell me that she plays guitar. You didn't tell me that she can sing that well. Like, why would I need to tell you? She should be playing tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not right, man. It's not right. Yeah, crazy. My goodness, my goodness. Well, how would you guys describe your, now that you guys, you know, you, you guys are, you know, you've you guys can do covers, you guys have made originals. What would you guys describe? How would you guys describe your sound? The Flying Cruisers, if. <laughs> That's one that we're yeah. asking ourselves yeah, to this that's day. <laughs> that's like a philosophical question. I, I, we, and it all depends on um, what we're putting it up because sometimes the genre doesn't show up or something mm-hmm. like that. But we've heard different things where uh, we're soft, we're considered soft rock, which, well, okay, I can see some of our originals being soft rock. Um, another ones are here, old world alternative. And then, oh, you guys sound classic rock, especially with one of our songs that we have that go around more of like a grittier, harder rock type you know taste to it mm-hmm. um but i think uh, that's that's what we would consider ourselves more alternative okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah it's funny i always go back and forth with categorization and the more the older i get the more i'm like 
I just don't like like I just don't like putting people in boxes, you know. Oh, you guys are yeah. soft rock. Like, excuse me. Yeah. Even if it's soft rock, that's why we want to call it alternative. Even if we call it soft rock, why does yeah. that have like a, a bad connotation on people's mouth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're soft. You're yeah. soft. That sounds so yeah. lame. And then if you yeah. get in the playlist of soft yeah. of a lot of soft rock, I mean you'll get like Tom Petty's um uh free fallen. I've seen it in that playlist in that yeah. category, and people love that song. They chant that song, you know? Yeah, I would say Tom Petty's definitely one of my influences when I write songs, so I could see how you can get the soft rock from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I, I would just like, oh, like, Tom Petty-ish, but, like, soft rock is just such a it's like a myriad of things but what does that even mean you have to you have to decode you know even what that means so does your drummer play cajon yeah. <laughs> or something it's just like what <laughs> oh man um so how do you guys write music because i i know everyone has a different style uh some some folks they you know, one the, the, there's one person in the band that kind of like brings in a song, uh, or other people where it's just like, let's just jam out something, we'll figure it out, or is it kind of like a mixed bag for you guys? So usually I get pissed off at someone first to write <laughs> the song, you know, <laughs> and then so I'll sit in my bedroom with my same acoustic guitar that I always use, and I'll just come up with a little chord progression there and write the lyrics at the same time. I try to come up with something, a couple verses, a chorus, and then I'll show it to them and they'll really bring in all the, all the extra stuff. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And is that, has that been a consistent, a consistent way that you guys make songs or has there been a time where Carlos is like, Hey, what, you know, check out this riff and you guys build on it or has it been. Yeah. And it goes with that where um, we just come up with a riff and all of a sudden the song turns way different by the end mm-hmm. as long as we just send each other things that pops something into like a drum pattern or a drum beat or a different tone for you know the drums for morgan yeah. that pops up the lyrics for anna or you know vice versa and that's what we do i mean we always joke around and say uh justin i need a guitar riff on my desk by 3 p.m by the end of the day <laughs> uh, so we can go we just yeah, yeah we you just better tune this time god yeah. damn it yeah. <laughs> I need this. I need that. You know, I need lyrics on the on my desk right now, so we can do this. Um, we joke around like that, but we we seriously pass like you know files with each other and all that stuff, and just just to get the cogs going. Because yeah. some of the stuff we really started off with is sounds like nothing close. But it's funny when you look back, you're like, remember how it started with this idea, and then it kind of went from there. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's we do have. Uh, one song that Justin wrote the guitar riff for and then I was like oh this is really cool let me throw in some lyrics and then that one was really a collaboration of the whole band oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. everyone brought in their influences and it's kind of like one person's like oh I hear this part another person's like oh I hear this part and you yeah. just start throwing it together and then that's when it really starts coming into form I want to talk about um, the single that is currently available on Spotify and everywhere else, uh, Stalker Song. Tell me about tell me a little bit about that song as far as the process of making that one and everything. Okay, so when I was a freshman in high school, this dude just followed me everywhere, like to classes that he wasn't even in. 
he would like send me stuff. One time he printed like a 200 page uh, Van Halen book for me. Like, I don't know what's wrong with this dude, but he just kept stalking me. And I was like, I'm writing a song about it. Like it's influence. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. So you, br- you, brought it, you brought it to the band and you're like, this is a true story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Morgan knew him. We were like in the music club together and he would like go yeah. by like, the yeah, <laughs> yeah. sneaking by, looking through the little the little window in the door. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's ter- that's terrifying. for that idea you know that's kind of carried over and you know released it in, in 2019 so that's 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 interesting as far as for like when when that happened was that around how long ago was that was that instance prior to like the song releasing in 2019 for stock yeah i think i wrote it in 2015 oh, okay but okay. like i said we were a cover band we were in high school we didn't really know what we were doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> so later on when we're all in college we're like we should release and we should focus on original songs more yeah what could we start yeah. with and then that yeah. one goes the farthest back because if you look on the youtube channel you can see them like really young. Oh yeah, <laughs> with, with, a, with a cheesy green screen visual. Oh effect. yeah, and they made a music video for a Stalker song. Yeah, we did make yeah. a music video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that one has like like from uh, what I've been hearing from people is like it has like a good history, and so we're like, okay, let's start releasing things. And what do we start with? Well, let's start. We start with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I know we were talking off air. You guys are working on some some new stuff. Tell me about some of the upcoming music you guys are working on. How do you want to do that, Justin? Uh, well, we have a handful of songs that we're planning to release out, put out this year, kind of stagger them out. So we actually have. Should we should we plug the thing? Yes. So <laughs> yes, I think by the time this airs, um, we will we will have had a new single out. Um, so, um, check that out when it comes out. So we have that one coming out as well as, and that one's called natural painkiller. Yeah. Natural painkiller. Yeah. like three songs kind of coming out they're going to be staggered out after that this year yeah we yeah. we have a one that's um for february and it fits with the whole theme um on our road it how did i fall in love that one is probably like one of our softer real softer ones but yeah um got a lot of gotta get a lot of good um feedback and reception from that one when we play it. a lot of these songs we actually play live so if people have seen us live You've heard these songs. We're just now officially recording these in a yeah. studio. Releasing them, yeah. And releasing them. We do have one song that we've never played live, though. Because yeah, I wrote it during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one, um, that one's more of a, I would call it, we would call it more like a Queens. It sounds like Queens of Stone yeah. Age. Like, it's a little <laughs> bit more weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, yeah. we we call that one, uh, and it's funny. We call it. <laughs> we can't decide on the the song title, so we decided on calling it Neck Deep. Okay. Yeah, and um, and we'll just, just go from there because that way, we, yeah. that way we can say, well, how does a neck deep sound like? Yeah, we don't want to give too much away. Okay. Um, so that's performance. This, this next song's called Neck Deep. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, well, well, that's exactly. I'm like, ah, okay, yeah. It's We're, about like drowning, you yeah, know, yeah. like mm. too much stuff going on. Which, like we wrote it in the beginning of the pandemic, so yeah, so, yeah. So we have yeah a couple of songs coming out, um, and just releasing them monthly, um, just to kind of be out there, you know, consistently just working on things, giving us some time to work on other new things. Hopefully, that if the pandemic um, gets better, which I don't know, we'll we'll see how this year goes. Right. Maybe we'll start going live again with these, you know, these songs, and you know, go that way. But it'll it'll it's all up in the air with everything going on right now. Yeah. Wow. One of the last questions I had for you guys, how do you guys feel that you guys have evolved as a band? Cause you know, you got from, you got the whole stalker thing that happened back in 20, what, 2015. And then, yeah. you know, you, you have, you know, these, these songs that you guys have written and, you know, some really heartfelt and important, seems like some really important stuff, you know, song uh, stuff in the songs. How do you guys feel like you've evolved as a band? Um, <laughs> well, I feel like we all, personally changed like both in our in our styles our music taste and everything just like ever since then in, in the same way that non-musicians go through phases where they're super into this band or into that song and that and then this band leads them to this band to this band to this song and they just grow musically and so so like at least for me personally my style has developed a lot um, just over the years of I, yeah. as I've become more exposed to new stuff. So I would just say mainly um, my versatility has changed over the years since I've been uh, exposed to a whole bunch of different genres and um, new drummers and influences. Yeah. Because Star- yeah. Because Starker song is punk. Yeah. That's right? when I was really into punk. Right. Yeah. That year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then none of their stuff isn't going into punk anymore yeah now it's like oh we got a queen of the stone age type song we got like this tom yeah. petty type song we it's different soft rock soft rock <laughs> you alt, know? Alt, alt. <laughs> well that's cool man it sounds yeah I, I i love the the influences of you guys you know it seems uh it's like a gumbo a gumbo of you know various <laughs> various styles you know so i yeah. think that's really awesome uh last question for you guys i always like asking this uh when do you guys foresee uh a full album coming out for you guys full on full album and i think i would say shoot um probably after if we release and everything goes well with these ones and Mm. we can Mm -hmm. still meet up and everything's okay I, i would say probably around maybe this time next year yeah yeah right yeah very cool well everyone needs to definitely keep an eye on you guys because you guys sound great and play some really cool music and looking forward to all the singles as they roll out throughout the year so i wanted to wanted to thank all you guys for taking the time to to speak with me and uh you know so thank you so much thank you so much all of you guys thanks for having us thank you appreciate appreciate you being patient with us
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to say, hey, you know, there's stuff going on. Things happen, you know. So I completely understand. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. This is Jarrell from the 440 Guitar Podcast. We'll jam again soon, and have a good day.